best. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number two here, Tremendous Football Thursday. Nick and Ken and you here on the BetQL Network. Great to be simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. You're watching us right now on Stadium. We sincerely appreciate it. We're about to give you two hours of amazing coverage to get you set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League and college football. In 20 minutes, our friend Connor Allen from 4 for 4 in Bettsburg stops by, giving us his favorite props for Week 10 in the NFL. Reese Davis, the host of ESPN College Game Day, joins us one hour from now. We'll talk Michigan with Reese Davis, their game against Penn State, and also, like what's going on with the program right now, obviously. Ole Miss and Georgia, that's where game day will be this weekend at Athens for Georgia against Ole Miss. College football playoff, Heisman, and more with Reese Davis one hour from now. Joey Kanish joins us in hour number two. We'll also continue to bring you the best breakdown of NFL awards that, that you can get anywhere with our guy, the GOAT of award betting, Ken Barkley. You know, Lockie Lockerson. Uh, now that we're at the halfway point of the season, taking the temperature of these NFL award markets. Final hour of the show is the power hour. We'll feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now to kick things off the fun and frivolity here on Stadium on this tremendous football Thursday is our friend Adam Chernoff, one of the best out there in the business. He is the host of the Simple Handicap Podcast, a great daily NFL betting podcast that we encourage our listeners and viewers to check out. Churn comes on our show every week, has been coming on since 2019. He supports us. Support him. Check out his podcast, The Simple Handicap, and also check out the Right Angle Sports app. It's a free download featuring insight and commentary from pro bettors on everything that happens in the NFL. Churn is kind enough sometimes to send me his write-ups that he has on the app. They are outstanding. Urge people to check it out. And he's on Twitter at his name, at Adam Chernoff. Big Churn, welcome back to You Better You Bet, Nick and Ken. Happy Week 10. Happy Week 10 to you guys. I'm looking forward to the award market breakdown you guys have coming up because I have no idea. I got asked on a show, and I'm like, I got no answers for this one uh, going into Week 10. <laughs> so I need some advice there, and Ken, you'll lead me the right direction with those. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think there's there's seven NFL award markets that are usually open. I mean, like three are probably like almost done or like close or like big favorites. Four are kind of trending that way. Just kind of like MVP is MVP is going to get weird. Coach has a chance to get weird. Comeback player of the year has been weird the whole time, and I I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know what's I don't know. A lot of people are on different sides of the fence on that one, but that's because you came and you came on earlier, Adam. Actually, now that I think about it, and uh, and I know you were like at, at the time, and you can have totally changed your mind by now. So I'm not trying to like pigeonhole you, but I remember at the time, very early in the season, you came on and you were like, Demar Ham is about to be active for the first time, like he's going to play. That probably ends comeback player of the year. And to your to your point, all of the midseason content that's come out has kind of at least stuck with that for now. But there's a tinge of like, well, what if he just never plays the rest of the season? Like what happens? Do, have you Have you thought about that at all? I just remember you saying that earlier in the year. Yeah, it's like I think we're getting kind of told by the Bills what they sort of think of him because the Bills are just littered with injuries in the secondary and throughout, and they're still not starting him. And so, like, don't you have to come back to be the comeback player of the year at some point in play versus some of these other guys? Like, I don't know what to make of it. I'm just surprised to see him still favored because 
you kind of like if there was a path for him to come back and be on the field, you're you're getting all of it with the injuries, and he's still third or fourth string even with the injuries. So I mean, to see him minus one fifteen seems so odd to me. But then you get like I'm curious to see your segment. All these guys behind them, like there's so many murky oh, cases for what you can. Yeah, well, can I ask you like, one, Adam? You can I ask you? Can I ask sure. you about one case real quick? Uh, Please. Yeah, just because you're a Jets fan, so I have to ask you. When do you think Rodgers comes back this year? What week do you think he would come back where he could actually win this? Do you think it's possible? I, I just, it's so hard to know what guys are going to vote for. But to me, if Rodgers comes back and that watch picture that Ben Kurt had that was the 28th of December and he gets in, which would be three games in the regular season, if I'm counting right, and the Jets happen to hang on and he wins and the Jets squeak into like, the seven seed is a wild card. That to me is is automatic. I it, it would be historic from an injury. Oh, he perspective. wins MVP so, I mean, if that happens. Comeback uh, player. You he's the most valuable player. Man of the year, right? <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, he's the he's the time person of the year if that happens. If that happens and you get say like a game from Demar Hamlin where he's semi relevant within it before the Bills guys get healthier, to me Rodgers gets it over Hamlin getting it coming back from that for sure. For for what it's worth, just like living here in New York and like doing local media and consuming content here, people here like are pretty sure that he's coming back before. The, I, that doesn't mean he's going to, just that like the consensus is is that he's going to play before the end of the regular season for the Jets, assuming they're still in it. If they like lose out by the time he comes back, I'm sure they're right. not going to play him. But they got to still like exactly. be somewhat in it. Only four we losses. would think that that'll be the case. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, we'll find we'll find out what Churn thinks. Uh, you know, why don't we <laughs> let, let's do that first here? We'll work backwards, Churn. But while we're on the subject sure. here, your Jets uh, anywhere from like a one point favor to a one point dog. It's basically pick the winner of the game coming up on Sunday night on the road in the uh, against the Raiders, who handled my Giants last week. Probably a bit of a stiffer test, though, coming up against your Jets. What do you like in the Jets-Raiders game on Sunday night? Okay, there's two storylines from last week that have carried over into this week, which were great last week, but I'm betting against both of them this week, and this is the first one. So you get the Raiders reset. You get the whole house cleaned. You get sign of the, the step-up game. Everyone shows up. It's the new fresh start. Right. That happened last week. It was amazing. And that is like a historic spot throughout the league where when that happens, you get that big boost. A massive difference going from the Giants defense with Tommy DeVito on the other side to playing this Jets defense. And like I get the Jets offense is a disaster. It's OK. This defense for New York is going to put a big test on this Raiders offense. And to me, where these two teams are priced right now, it's basically just disregarding the Jets who will have the best unit on the field which is that defense it's just kind of pushing that to the side and I mean I'm looking at what the Raiders have done defensively Zach Wilson can probably get away with scoring 17 points that's a mountain for him to climb in this game but just the Raiders they have Max Crosby up front who can get pressure but otherwise it's just a lot of soft coverage that I think the Jets can move the ball so I've got to back the Jets minus 110 on the money line great story for the Raiders I get it but I mean, if you want to back some of these quotes that are coming out this week about running the football and punching the opponent in the mouth, I mean, we'd usually be laughing at this coach and offensive coordinators if they're saying this for any other team. And now it's like this great story. Uh, I'm against it this week. I'll take the Jets. So, Adam, you mentioned there were like two big stories from last week, and you're you're against both of them. And the first one that you mentioned was the Raiders clean house. They have a new coach. They win. It's a great moment. I see 
I see another bet on the list that you sent us, and so I think I'll go there next. I think that's the other one. Josh Dobbs has an amazing game last week for the Vikings. They beat Atlanta, and it's like, oh, wow, like maybe maybe Minnesota found a quarterback that can get them that seven seed. What an incredible story. And the Saints come to town this week, and the Saints have looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. And to, this number has gotten bet out, too. The Saints were two and a half at open. It's now three basically everywhere, so interest in the Saints. What about Josh Dobbs game two here uh, with the Saints coming to town? This would be the second part. So I like the Saints here, minus three, minus 105. If you can find two and a half, minus 120, that's good too. Uh, here's my thing. So Drew Petzing is the offensive coordinator for the Cardinals who came over from the Browns. It, when he got Josh Dobbs, that was the guy that he wanted because he had the past history. That history got Dobbs through eight weeks, and then Petzing was like, all right, that's enough. See you later. Like, the league kind of knows what you are. They get this offense. We can't go much further with you. We're going to go to Clayton Toon and then eventually to Kyler Murray. So he just threw his guy out because the league had figured out what the Cardinals' offense was. He gets put into the Vikings game. We've all seen the tweets by now. The, the cadence wasn't known and on and on and on. I get it. Now it's another week where the Saints with a defensive-minded head coach and Dennis Allen, who's well-respected for what he can do defensively with a great front seven and a lockdown corner playing a Vikings team with a quarterback that's now on tape that they can plan for with the extra couple days to get it sorted, who's going to be throwing to probably wide receiver number three at the best with no Jefferson, and you're still dealing with Osborne having the concussion. You have a ground game that has been non-existent. Uh, to me, this is just a spot where uh, kind of the great story runs out again. So give me the Saints minus three. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. Talking week 10 in the NFL with our friend Adam Chernoff of the Simple Handicap Podcast and Right Angle Sports. He is on Twitter at Adam Chernoff. Churn, we got a bunch of games we still have to hit. So let's go like a little bit lightning round here. Maybe like 30 to 45 seconds per if you'd be so kind. Let's go to uh, two you teams coming off their bye. One of the games of the, thank you. One of the games of the weekend coming up in Jacksonville this weekend. The Niners three point road favorites at the Jags. What do you like here? San Fran and Jacksonville. So three straight losses for San Francisco. We've seen just market ratings based on closing lines. They're about three and a half points shy of where they were before that losing streak started. A lot of that was fueled by injuries. Uh, left tackle, Debo Samuel, some other guys on the defense have been hurt. You now have Shanahan putting more emphasis on the defense to change back into what they were a year ago. We're seeing Steve Wilkes being moved around. A lot of pressure on that side, adding Chase Young. Uh, to me, everything sort of sorts itself out for the 49ers, and we're getting them a little bit underpriced against the Jags team that has beat up on some bad teams in the last couple of weeks and has seen their price be bet up a little bit. And so if those two sort of streaks were a little bit reversed, San Francisco four and a half, five wouldn't have been out of the question. Now we're down at the three to me, uh, we're more likely to get a better game from the Niners than we are the Jags. So I'll take San Francisco laying three. Adam, you mentioned uh, Drew Petzing, Arizona's uh, Drew Petzing had a lot of run today. Arizona's offensive coordinator. He gets Kyler Murray back this week. That's your guy. Kind of how you see he's, he's my guy. I thought he would be brutal. And to be fair, they haven't won a lot of games, but maybe he's not brutal. I don't even know if we know. He gets Kyler Murray back this week, Adam, in a home game against Atlanta. Everybody this week criticizing Arthur Smith, saying he sucks. They're a one-and-a-half-point road favorite, the total in the game, 42-and-a-half, 43. How about this in about 45 seconds? Taylor Heineke says this is his Super Bowl. <laughs> Imagine having your Super Bowl on the road facing the Cardinals. And that sort of shows the state of the season for the Falcons who will get Drake London back, their top wide receiver. I think that matters quite a bit against the bad Cardinals defense. And then Ken, like you mentioned on the other side, it's the boost with Kyler Murray 
coming back into the offense. So I think we see a much better Cardinals offense. It's not only played a couple tough opponents in a row, but gone through the QB switch. Uh, this totals 43 at the moment. I will take the over in this game. All right, Chern, let's get thoughts on two games here with basically like identical point spreads here, and then we'll get to Monday Night Football, and if we have time, I thought for the Panthers and the Bears on Thursday Night Football as well. Seattle sitting at about a six-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Washington Commanders, and the Ravens is about a six-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Cleveland Browns. What do you like here in those two games? I, I want to say this is the first time I've ever done this on the show. been with you guys for four-plus seasons now. I will go a money line parlay. Here we go. Seahawks and Ravens, both on the money line. It's right around minus 110. Both of these teams just shy of seven. Not enough to tease here. Take the money line instead. Ravens trending towards the number one team in the NFL, and it's all this praise for the defense, which I think is a better unit than the Browns. This Cleveland offense has so many issues to me. Now that's going to be exaggerated with the loss of their left tackle. So you have no starting left tackle, no starting right tackle against this Ravens defense. Baltimore at home, I think, can win comfortably. And then you go to Seattle. It was Geno Smith back-to-back weeks against this Ravens defense and this Browns defense, two of the top units in the NFL, ranked one and two, both really good at man coverage as well. And now it's a big step back for him going back home to Seattle against the commander's secondary, which 10 days ago was selling everybody off, getting rid of their two best pass rushers. And so I think we see Seattle trend back towards that team they were before these last two weeks, and they win comfortably at home as well. So it's a a rare one for me, but just with both of these games right around six and a half, uh, I like the money lines in both together, and I'll take that as a two-team money line parlay. We love it. Churn, 30 seconds, Monday Night Football, Bills laying seven and a half against the Broncos. Bills have the team meeting today. Seems like that team's getting back together. It's an interesting story. I think Josh Allen still has a bit of a shoulder injury that's causing some accuracy issues downfield. And this Broncos defense trending up sneakily the last couple weeks. I think seven and a half here for me with Denver. A little bit too much. So I'll take the Broncos as a dog on Monday Night Football. Hell yeah, you will. So will we. And uh, anything for the people, Churn, Thursday Night Football. Could be a side, could be a total, could be a prop. In a game so ugly, only a mother could love it with the Panthers and the Bears. Everyone's going to be on their phone tonight and probably not watching the game because whatever's on their phone is going to be more entertaining, but you're still going to be watching it. And if that's the case, you probably have a sportsbook app ready to go. I've kind of come around, guys, to in-play props quite a bit. Keep an eye if the Panthers are trailing for Miles Sanders' rush and receiving yards over in play. The book's... Not quite pricing this right in play with the new split. Uh, We're going to see Sanders get a lot more run. Some other pros really big on Sanders tonight. Low on Hubbard. I think we see that backfield split. But watch for Sanders in the passing game. If the Panthers are trailing, he's going to get a lot of looks. So that's what I'm keeping my eye on. I love that. Churn, two-team money line parlay in play. We're loosening up. I love that. I gotta like gotta get the zipper down a little bit, Chard. You want to loosen up even more? Let's get that zipper down a little bit here. It's and just like and I, and I, I've got the, I, the pastor look here unintentionally. It's a weird yeah. one, but yeah, like, Chard looks like he's gonna like do zip. Yeah, he looks like he's doing like a, a next up on the Manning cast. Here's our pal Adam Chernoff. Uh Just like Sanders passing the eye test big time last week for me. Uh, for, for whatever that's worth, maybe nothing. Churn, thanks for coming on. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Everyone, check out the Simple Handicap and the Right Angle Sports app. We will talk to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy the games. Churn, baby, churn. Our friend Adam Chernoff here on You Better, You Better. Do I have to enjoy the game? Okay. Well, I mean, you'd like to. On the other side, our pile Connor Allen with prop bets for Week 10 in the NFL.